Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. We welcome your atmosphere, and I welcome you, our RMM TV family, right here at Infinity Center. Wow, what an atmosphere! Yes, we glorify your name because it is worthy to be praised. We glorify you in the heights, we glorify you in the depths, we glorify you in the width, the length, and the breadth. Oh, Father God. We welcome you right here in our midst. Yes, 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 yes. All the glory, all the praise, all the honor that's due unto your name. You are the righteousness. You are our strength. You are the liberator. Oh, you are the glory and the lifter up of our head. We give you, Father, honor because you are worthy, 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 worthy. All the glory goes to you. We give you whether you are sitting welcome the presence of God it's a transforming season transforming from Passover into the works of harvest bringing you and guiding you and leading you into the season of receiving oh hallelujah I hope that you've got your mind renewed it's a constant um attribute of what he's doing in you, through you, and for you. Wow, wow, wow. Last week, I asked you uh, towards the end, what is the enemy of your transition? What is the ice in your life? Let me just do a quick recap because it's so blessed me. The seven spirits that Israel had to recognize in the land of Canaan. 
And in that transition of change, of coming into kingdom, or coming out of wilderness, wilderness mindset, coming into what is now ready for them to occupy. Somebody's going to hear that. Coming into what is, is ready, set, or, set and ordered, something due for you. It is already in the, what's it, the realms for you to possess. Oh, I like that. Is already in the realms for you to possess. And they had to face these seven different spirits. And you have to recognize which ite is in your life, right? If it's the hit, if it's the Canaanite who's hostile towards you, if it's the Hittites who have terror and fear and get you to distrust God, if it's the Hivites, they are wicked, unlawful in this world system. Is it the Perizzites, the villagers who are unwalled, unguarded, have no moral conduct, no moral filter, no discipline? Is it the Gergesites who God told to wipe out because their focus was on earthliness, unbelief, anything that could not be seen? which mean in the realm of faith, the realm of the supernatural, they were completely against. Is it the Amorite in your life, obsession with fame and hugging all the glory, demeaning and manipulating? Or is it the Jebusites, the ones who will suppress spiritual authority in the believer and keep you bound to legalism? When I thought about this uh, just the past few days after speaking about this last week, I, I was relaying one of the one of the phrases that we've said for years in our ministry is religion traps you in your past, confines you to your present, and either delays or denies your future. What will legalism do? What will what, what will spiritual wickedness do? What will the trappings of um, spirituality without the word of God? Religion traps you in your past, confines you to your present. It boxes you in. It puts a boundary and sets a boundary that you cannot break out of. Why? Because it delays or denies your future. So I want to ask you this question. What is the enemy of your transition and what do you fear? What do you fear? I want to remind you um, what... I said transformation was from a biblical uh, perspective. It is a change or renewal from a life that no longer conforms to the ways of the world, and, but, it, but it now rests and trusts and relies on pleasing God. There must come a point in your life when you're getting ready to step into the new that you see yourself as a living sacrifice and you become holy. You become cut and separated from what you have held onto as this is me, this is who I am, I like who I am. And God says that is no longer acceptable. The transformation into the new some of you struggle with, I keep sowing, I keep sowing, and I don't see the result. I want to challenge you. Are you sowing the same amount? 
and believing for a bigger increase, but you haven't changed the amount of your seed? Are you doing the same thing? You have the same ritual, the same habit, and you're expecting something greater, but you're still doing the norm. You're still doing what's acceptable. I want to remind you that mediocrity is the enemy of success. Doing just enough is the enemy of success. Success drives you to do the extraordinary, to go over and above because you know that bigger is coming, mega is coming, an infinity mindset, an infinity attitude, an infinity, I'm going to say it like this, an infinity lifestyle is coming. And God has to change us. That's why I love feast times, because it gets us to rearrange our thinking and come into God's schedule. Come on, God's schedule to hear what the Spirit of the living God is revealing and releasing. And there is a constant movement with God. It's not a stagnation. So what is your fear? What is the challenge in mindset that you've got to let go of to step over into the new? I'm going to say it to you again. What is the challenge in mindset? You know, I love the scripture, First um, Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I thought as a child, I acted like a child. But when I became a man, when I became, when I came into responsibility, ah, oh, really, you're a woman. I'm taking manhood. Uh, mankind, not manhood, taking mankind. Don't correct me, please. I'm taking mankind, let me correct myself. I'm taking this attitude of mankind. When we human beings acted and thought like a child, even as an adult, you can see uh, our childlike nature, our childlike image, our childlike structure, the things that we do that are childish. Uh, we can get away with it for a while, but when responsibility comes, we have to take on the, the mindset of adulthood, of responsibility. When I was, I acted like a child, but when I became a man, when I took on responsibility, I put away childish things because they not, can no longer feed me and sustain me. I've got to act with maturity, with wisdom, come on. We, you know we love talking about wisdom right here on RMMTV. I have to act in the wisdom of the character and the responsibility that's been given to me. You can wander away. You can uh, roam around. You can have no real schedule, no time management. But at some point in your life, when responsibility hits, when creativity starts to pay back. Oh, hallelujah. What do I mean when creativity starts to pay back? When you've been doing something for someone, for many people, for free, and suddenly you get paid and you're just like, oh, I'm, this is good, but I know I'm worth more than this. Responsibility. Creativity has just become productivity. Oh, somebody's going to like that, right? And so when that creativity now gets paid, you put away childish childish uh, mannerism. You, set, you start setting some goals. You start setting some boundaries. You start writing contracts. You start figuring out how to write contracts. Come on, somebody. Because now I'm going to hold you accountable for my gift that you're going to use. Oh, somebody should be saying amen. Amen. There is a switch 
in the mindset. There is a switch in how I do things. Now I don't just get up just to do it. I get up because I'm being paid and I enjoy what I do. Come on. When God challenges you to come into the kingdom reality that what you do benefits not just you but the kingdom. I'm going to say it to you again. When you come into the kingdom reality that what you do don't just benefit those that are around you, it benefits the kingdom. I am so grateful that the challenging of mindset uh, happen and keeps happening because we are growing, we are enlarging, we go into different environments. We sow the seed of knowledge and revelation. We sow the seed of love and affirmation. Come on. We sow the seed of restoring and equipping. And when that gets a hold in people, you know the value of a life changed. Oh, you see the result of a life change because then they affect others. They, they go out and it's not just me, myself, and I. The ice in, the, in your life has been destroyed and you don't take on the characteristic, I'm going to say it like this, of the ite you destroyed. Oh, if you destroyed the ite of seduction and manipulation, you've cut that off of you. You do not take on that character as you excel to become controlling and manipulative. If you break the ite of fear, of, of not uh, understanding the supernatural, when you break that ite in your life, you don't open the door for it to come back and now become you. Come on. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk plain tonight. There is a movement. How, how would we say it here? What, is we, what we have we been talking about? Momentum. And when you start a ball or a stone, I like snowballs. I like watching the movies, the, the old a animations with snowballs. And they'll start a, a small ball at the top of the mountain, push it off. And as it comes down, it just gathers ice. It gathers mass. Let's talk science for a moment as well as fun. It gathers mass. And as it's rolling and gathering up um, other, other mass, it becomes bigger and bigger momentum. And it becomes easy to keep rolling because as you're gathering mass, you're still Still moving. Somebody's hearing me. Somebody's catching this. What is God doing with you? It started small, but you've gathered people, which has helped you gather mass. This is not a one man, one woman show me, myself and I. This is our. This is we. That's how Israel functioned as a nation that we are still struggling with in ourselves. We think it's about me, myself, me gathering my wealth, me showing off my wealth. No, it's me gathering mass. I am of the Abraham mindset because I increase my servants, my those that, that serve me increase. They those that serve me have people that serve them and they increase. We're gathering mass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we as we gather, we're increasing. We need something else. Uh, somebody's creativity is added to us. We've gathered another mass. Oh, you call it networking. I call it extending our influence. Come on. God is challenging us. And what do you fear? Do, let's talk to somebody. Do you fear success? And let's ask you, what do you call success? Some of you say you're having money in the bank that when I pay my rent, car loan, oh, whatever loan, credit card bills, I still have money. That, that might be to you uh, wealth. 
Some is like, oh, I bought a house. I've changed uh, our family's projection. Uh, you know, some of you have gone to college. I'm the first to graduate from college, and I've got a skill set that I can be paid for. I mean, I loved what a lady said just recently. She said um, she's investing in herself, and I love this because her parents are oh, invested in her to get education. She's now investing in herself to further her education. Come on. We think, oh, because we've graduated, that's it. No. Keep, what's what I'm looking for? I know I, want, I, know I want to say investing, but keep seeing the bigger picture, and the bigger picture takes knowledge. Right here, we give you revelation knowledge and for some of you, you love going and adding to this revelation knowledge and understanding of your marketplace. And you love adding to the revelation and making it functional in your marketplace. Let me say, let me say it another way. In your world, in your sphere of influence, in your realm. God asks us oh, to, come on. Be not conformed, Romans 12, verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing, meaning constantly, daily of your mind, that you may prove one time, no, because you're continually renewing, you are constantly proving what is good and acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Do I renew my mind just one time? No, I keep renewing because I am proving always the good and acceptable will of the Lord. Do I struggle? Yes, but let me, let me challenge somebody. Let me challenge somebody. 2 Corinthians verse 4, 17 and 18. I always know when trouble's coming because the scripture comes. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look at the things which are seen, but, but while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Let me jump back to Romans. Romans 8, verse 30 to 35. Why do we need to constantly push ourselves, perceive, persevere, stretch, keep moving forward? Because moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? You all, you all shouting it at me, I can hear you. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us some things? I know somebody's screaming at me. 
No, Dr. Marina. Some things, a few things, small. For more breakthrough encounters, visit us on rmm.live.